Thank you, Father. Thank you for a fresh word, God. Thank you for the anointing from on high, God. A fresh word for the body, Father. A, wadi, a, a word that's going to tear down strongholds for the body, God. Oh, my shoulder, I feel this, bird, this word just burning in my loins and it had to be released. God told me this is called the new normal. The new normal in the church is going to be His glory. He's done with religion. He was telling me all this. Every, Jesus came to destroy the covenant that Israel developed with religion. And it's the same thing that's about to happen right now. And we have to know how to read the Bible to understand. Like Shane preached, you got to have the revelation. Everything that happened in the flesh when Jesus came in the flesh as the Messiah is going to happen again in the spirit before he comes as he rips open the sky. So when he broke covenant with Israel, with his, his religion that he is breaking covenant again, and he's about to do it again right now because God is so sick of this stuff. He was showing me all about this revival that's going to happen. And it's going to happen because people have been tilling the ground in secret. And God cannot stand all these people bowing down to the systems, to Baal, to everything. It was said on Sunday, they love themselves more than they love the body. And that is why they, they want you to love them and worship them. Oh, my Shadavah. Thank you, Father. For, oh, my, I just feel it burning inside of me, God. Father, this, this word is a warning for people. This is a warning, a wake-up word. But also it said, Paul said, don't think that we can't be taken down because if we were, if it said a, a wild branch is grafted in, be careful because the original one can get taken out too. Something to that saying. So people that are sitting under the anointing, we can kind of develop this pride like, We've been working in secret, and there's also a warning for us in that one too, because sometimes we can come around other Christians and we know more than them, and we're really not trying to reconcile them back to the cross, but we're just trying to show off our knowledge. So he wants us to have the love for them to not just come like, hey, I'm right, I know more than you. He wants us to come to them as a point to like, here, I want you to see what we see and know what we know out of a point of love, not to... because. Because people that get a lot of revelation, the pride can come up in them and it can start to, they want to like kind of show it off a little bit. Like, hey, or they'll bait them with some questions and you see it all the time on Facebook. And someone on Facebook the other day asked because about the spirit of Elijah. God was showing me the same thing I just said. Everything that happened in the flesh, in the natural realm, when Jesus came, the spirit of Elijah came on John the Baptist to proclaim that Jesus was coming. Now the spirit of Elijah is coming on the body to say that Jesus is coming. And then they're like, how do you know this? It's like, you got to know how to read the Bible. And another thing God was showing me about the Bible, that pretty much is calling it the Acts of the, of the Apostles. It sets a cessationist doctrine. Because we've heard it said, it's the Acts of the Holy Spirit. And man actually decided that the New Testament was right before Jesus was born, but the Spirit wasn't poured out until afterwards. So when you're reading the gospel of Jesus, things are happening in the flesh that are a spiritual representation of what's to come. So when he's going up to people and healing them from their blindness, it's a spiritual representation of now. It's like now you can see because we're bringing the power of God that now you can see, oh my goodness, I've been deceived by the devil. I've been deceived by religion my whole life and now I can see this. And you have to know how to read the Bible, how to see how Jesus moved and so you can understand it in a whole new way. Otherwise, people, they can, that's why they call Acts of the Apostles. And we know it's Acts of the Holy Spirit because then they start worshiping. Oh, there's only 12 apostles. It's all done. 
There's no more power. There's no more outpouring of anything because they have this kind of like, here's, G- here's God, here's Jesus, here's the 12 apostles, here's... M-. And then they have like this ranking system that goes and it completely destroys the paradigm of how God works because he wants us to understand not to strive to be have a calling, but strive to be in the Holy Spirit and all those things will be added unto us because they really... God was showing me this too about idolatry and trying to understand who's who in the church and how people operate is if people don't like the outside, they don't like how people speak, it's because they're trying to judge them if they're worthy enough to idolize. Does that make sense? They're looking at him like, oh, well, he's a nice guy. He says things the right way, but I don't, he... Actually, he's kind of preached hard two days ago. And then they're trying to like put him in this filter, like, is he worthy of my idolatry? And then God's trying to smash that whole thing of the outside of the cup, because that's all religion is, is the outside of the cup. And another thing God was showing me about, when Jesus said, um, he said, Moses said unto you, though who commits adultery, help me out here, he said something about adultery, but I say to you, if you look on them with lust in your heart, you've already sinned, people read this and they go like, okay, that's another commandment. Now I will not look at a pretty woman. Like they think it's another commandment, but God was trying to show you, show us that it was about the heart from the very beginning. Like the law was always about the heart. He wasn't, Jesus didn't come with six more commandments and all of this stuff. He was trying to show them that, no, this is how it's been since the beginning. And you guys have missed the whole, whole point of it. And that's why he's churning it up again and we can feel this stuff because he's about to pretty much destroy his whole thing that he's tolerated and we've heard it preached so many times and like i just felt the unction to say it again tonight because it's we can feel it in the spirit realm religion is is falling by the wayside and it says what does it say the sons and daughters the manifestation the world is waiting for this the manifestation of the sons and daughters to reconcile them back to God. No one's waiting on a theologian. No one's waiting on a Bible master. No one's waiting on a Wednesday night Bible study. They're waiting for something peculiar, something uncommon to this world. No one's out there in addiction. No one's out there under the strongholds of culture, of this world, of the lies and the manipulations of the media waiting for someone to say, oh, well, actually, the Hebrew meaning of John 3.16, it's like, that all that stuff's going to be done. And I actually had a dream. I don't think I'm going to actually say it on camera. I'll say it when I'm done. God told me, he said, we're going to be shocked, shocked in this season to come at who bows down to Babylon and who pledges their allegiance to Christ. Because it's going to be like in the natural realm, you know, someone's been a Christian for 25 years. You think like, oh, yeah. They got this, we're together, we're gonna ride it out. But that's and then you think about this other person who's been struggling in bondage and in sin and all this kind of stuff, and we think, oh, that person's the enemy. But God's gonna do this huge big exchange like he did. The same way in the natural realm when he broke covenant with Israel, he's about to do it again with the remnant and the world and religion. He's about to turn it all around to things that like our carnal mind, it's not gonna make sense. Oh man. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah, it's it's a warning mainly to wake up, like, and for and for us too to like, 
stay on this, oh, this thing that it's so special that God is doing. And we, and we want to be a part of it so bad. Ooh, Father... Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Have your way, God. Have your way with your body, God. Have your way with your church, God. The outside of the cup, God, is perishing, Father. Oh, man. God, oh, we need spiritual eyes in this hour, God, to know exactly what you're doing, Father. Tear down every mindset of how you operate, Father. Oh, man. And another thing God was telling me about the Antichrist spirit is that you know that we were all chosen by God because that spirit, even though we were lost, that spirit didn't dominate us and that's why he chose us and there's people in the church masquerading around that are filled to the brim with the antichrist spirit and we can see it and god's making it so obvious with the thing, the natural realm right now what's going on in with medical things and political things where you can start to feel like oh my goodness they're not on the same wavelength and god that's actually the mercy of god when he makes things this obvious and if you talk to someone, you kind of feel, and you're like, whoa, I thought this stuff was obvious. And it's not obvious. And there's people that aren't in the church, and it's obvious to them. And that's this whole thing. God's going to start mixing it up and brewing it up, switching it around. And it's really a glorious time, because only those who can really see in the Spirit can really like, hear the sound of what's going on. And then you talk to other people, and it's like business as usual. And it's time to wake up. Oh, Father, thank you, God. Thank you, Father, that we can hear your voice, God, in this hour, Father. You know that the five, um, the five foolish virgins woke up to the truth, and then I, I always knew that they had to go buy oil when I read it again, and they had to come back, and it was too late, even after they woke up. That's scary. Oh, my goodness, that's scary. You can realize the hours upon you, have enough time to like run out of the house, but then it's too late. And know it too. Like they're wait, they think like they're just going to wait for something to get really bad, but the five foolish virgins, they came back, they probably got their oil, and oh, it's too late. Oh, man. Father. Thank you, Father. I'm gonna kind of feel. Is anyone else kind of getting anything they want to share? I just heard we're gonna be really surprised who the remnant really is. Yeah, that's exactly right. Amen. Father, right now we seal this declaration, God, into the atmosphere, Father. Father, this isn't a dry word that's going out, Father. This is an oily word that people with the right spirit, God, will respond to, Father. Father, we thank you for your ways, God. We thank you that our carnal mind, God, and our regular eyes can't understand this, Father. But in our spirit, it is such a beautiful melody that you're singing in this hour right now, God. Because the hour of consecration is here, Father.
Like my flesh, it is... It doesn't want to be in the end times or be around the mark of the beast, but my spirit knows that the mark of the beast will perfect the church. Oh, Father, let that be my flesh in us, God. Thank you, Father. Father, we break all soul ties with anything that resembles a vapor right now, God. We forsake all vapors, God. Oh, Mashandara. We will never be scared to be peculiar for you, God. Oh, Mashandara. Thank you, Father. Glory, God. Your glory will be the new normal, Father. Your presence, God, will be normal in the church, Father. Your voice will be a normal thing, Father, in the church. Mark 16, signs and wonders will be a normal thing in the church, God. It's not just going to be something we're going to hear rumors of happening in some country over there. The hour of differing opinions is coming to an end. There's no opinion from the throne room. There's no opinion from the throne room. Let us fall in love with your bride, God. Oh, man. Thank you, Father. 